The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. What else could be the lead story in this 2020 season other than injuries? Because it's insane at this point the amount of injuries that have taken place. I mean, it's really nuts. We talked about it a little bit last week only because it kind of stood out. And then it was the talk of week two. And big names also. But, you know, my ACLs are fine. Chris, how's your knees and ankles and hammies doing? Uh, my foot hurts a little bit. But I'm getting, uh, Alyssa bought this foot massager, so. Okay. So I, you're uh, on the mend. You're in yeah, the training Yeah, I'm on the room. mend. That's, this is my PT, is this foot, foot massager at the bottom of, uh. As I sit at her computer. All right. Well, I, I mean, it's so long as it helps your performance, you know, w- with the lines, <laughs> all the all the power to you. Yeah, let's hope so. And your Raiders. Uh, so it, those that don't know, Chris is a big Raider fan. Uh, your Raiders had a strong performance. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're, dude, they're, be proud of it. What do you... I, I, I can't look, dude. You, you understand as being a Raiders, you're a Giants. I love the Giants too. Like, we grew up so close to the Giants. I love the Giants. Like, the Raiders, they are the best. They are the kings of getting you excited about something on their team. And then the next week comes and you're like, oh, okay, they have to play the Washington football team. And then they lose, right? And they lose by like 16 points. That's what's going to happen. They're playing the Patriots well, playing, at New England. Yeah, they're playing the Pats. So, you know, it's not going to be the Washington football team. I, I mean, I get it. But look, look here, here's what everyone's really excited about the Raiders and, and what they did the other night. That's awesome. I'm proud that they did that. That's I'm, I was so happy. Christian got to see his first Monday night football uh, mayhem massacre of the Oakland Raiders over the New Orleans Saints. Sure. And uh, it was awesome, and I got pictures of it. It was really cool. But the next four. Oh, weeks, you didn't send me any of the pictures, Christian. By the oh, way, oh, is yeah, uh, I gotta send you. I gotta send you some. It's really funny. Is Chris's uh, brand new one month old son? It, and he is. He gets very excited for football, or I kind of just make. Maybe I just pretend that he gets really excited for it. Uh, but yeah, I think you're probably pretending. But so be it. Yeah. But anyway, so so the Raiders did really good, and they played uh, on all levels from the defense to the special teams to the offense. They really kicked into gear from the second quarter on, and they looked great. That's awesome. The next four weeks, next five weeks, because there's a bye in there somewhere, but they have to play the Chiefs. They have to play the Bucks. They have to play the Bills, and they have to play... Uh, maybe the Broncos. There's one other game in there that's that's tough. They have literally a, a, just a lineup of br- 
brutal games ahead before they catch a, a, a breather. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how they make it through that. They're young. They are really young. They they're probably as soon as Carr gets out of there, man. If we could get somebody, I don't like Carr. I don't like the dink and the dunk, and and I could turn this into an entire podcast based off of the little things the Raiders need to improve on. And just as I'm sure you could do the same with the Giants. But I just I'm tired of David Carr, Derek Carr, whatever his freaking name is, dumping the ball off three yards to somebody. You know what I mean? I do, uh, and I just let you foam at the mouth a little bit about your Raiders because you had a big win. But uh, going forward, we will not be talking that much about the Raiders ever. Nope. So enjoy. Uh, congratulations on the win. Um, yeah. Uh, versus. Terrible, terrible looking Saints team, uh, if you will. But uh, and outside of that, so uh, I don't know. I, I mean, people have talked about all the things that are going on right now. You know, I, I mean, as good as uh, the Ravens look, uh, nice comeback from the Chiefs. The opposite end is also true. Jets look horrific. Uh, Vikings do not look good at all. Texans also struggling mightily. Um, you know, there, there's some fo- fun football out there, and not to get into all the games, but, uh, you know, just to talk briefly about them, the Jaguar-Titans game, I don't know if you watched it, it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. So much fun to watch. Uh, I am a big Minshew fan. Uh, I liked him last year. Uh, I didn't think he was going to be that good, but man, he looks good. And Jay Gruden down there in Jaguar territory is doing... Uh, Great. Is there Jaguar territory? Jaguar country? I don't know. Yeah, Campus. Jaguar country, yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's still, uh, jury's still out on that one. But anyway, uh, that offense uh, looks really good. It's it, fun to watch. And uh, the Titans also, you know, Derrick Henry, as much as I, I think he's a good back, he's a throwback back. I, I mean, you never watch him and you're just like, oh, man, that guy's taking over the game. It's just like he plods and plods and plods, and then all of a sudden, you know, he breaks off a 50-yard run or he throws somebody off with a stiff arm. Um, but Tannehill looks good, uh, and that's an offense that, uh, you know, they, they looked a little bit more dynamic than they did at the end of last year. Um, what else? A Cowboy Falcon, the Cowboy Falcon game, crazy. The guy's not, the guy's from Atlanta not jumping on the ball is, is just so ridiculous. Yeah, I, really, not so. Uh, Burrow. They watched the ball. They watched the ball. They literally watched the ball. Uh, just rolled by them. That's what's called getting caught with your pants down. Yeah. So the Browns, that game, uh, I you know, what was fun to watch about that game, I still don't like uh, uh, Baker Mayfield, and I, I never will. There's nothing he's going to show me that is going to change my opinion of him. But Joe Burrow looked awesome. Oh, he looked great. And he threw 60-plus times. What? <laughs> I mean, top, top 10 all-time of most attempts in a game. 60 times. Wow. Um... Uh, what else? Around? Oh, the Chargers. Y- you know, uh, what a crazy story that was uh, about the the trainer that punctured Tyrod Taylor's lung. But uh, And that'll be a story that goes on forever. But that probably was a blessing in disguise because uh, Herbert Haybear uh, looked great. Yeah, Herbert looked awesome. It looked great. Uh, I'm telling you, there. I, we talked about it via text. There is a lawsuit waiting to... Can you imagine? Can you imagine if if that dude never gets a starting job ever again because of that moment like that? This could have been his last chance to have it. I mean, it's Tyrod Taylor. This could be his last chance to have a starting role in an offense. And 
Yeah, th- th- that's just going to be a story you're just going to have to follow because it's never going to end. It- it's going to go on and on and on uh, forever. It's a it's a pretty awful story, and the incompetence of it is just beyond. Um, so, but you know, it, we'll see how uh, they do next week after there's an entire uh, game of film. Uh, on the new offense, the Tyrod Taylor less offense, because you know, I, I mean, the Chiefs just look lost because they didn't plan for it. You know, <laughs> I mean, they were planning for Taylor. They had a defense cooked up for Guy A, and then all of a sudden it's Guy B. Uh, so we'll see next week. But um, all right, let's go. Uh, let's go into the results here. First down. First down. So another uh, solid week uh, with the picks here, and we'll go and let's see how we did for week two. Last week's result. Uh, I went. Where are my weekly? I went nine and seven. You also went nine and seven. Big winner of the week uh, for the second week in a row was the general public. Tickets were ten and six. Uh, money was uh, big. Money was ten and five. Losers yet again. The sharps. Sharps are struggling. Uh, they were six and seven last week. Just a rundown of some of the other things. Uh, home dogs were three and three. Um, the sharps when they stood alone, they were three and eight. So they're they're just struggling right now, which makes me think that uh, they might have a comeback week coming up here. Uh, halftime leads. If your team went in. Uh, Owning the halftime lead, you were twelve and two last week. Uh, overs beat unders eleven to five. Um, and if you tease the games, this is the way to go. I mean, every week uh, it's crazy. Tease if you tease the games down, you were fifteen and one. If you tease them up, you were ten and six. So that brings us uh, to a little two week total here. Years to date results. Uh, I'm 18 and 12. You're 17 and 13. Uh, tickets, general public is 20 and 11. Money is 18 and 12. So those are the ones that are doing it right now. Teasers overall are 40 and 24. Um, with teased uh, teased overs 25 and 7. They're easily the teased unders are 15 and 17. So they haven't done as good, and that's because people have been scoring left and right. Um, uh, 20 and 12 on the overs and unders. Nah, favorites and dogs are 16 and 15. And that's about it. So, in regards to betting, you got on the board, buddy. Thanks. Yeah. Small, small, I mean, but it counts. Yeah, take it, man. It, it's good to get that first win in there. Right, so uh, you got your teaser. Um, I forgot what it was. I think it was Steelers, Bucks, Rams, and Cards. Yep, Steelers, Bucks, Rams, cards. Yep, and so, and then, um, yeah, I think the that's Giants, right. The Giants killed me. Yeah, the Giants, uh, Giants were no good for you, uh, and the Giants were no good for me either. Um, I actually hit mine as well. Uh, I was doing real good. The uh, double up that I had, I, I had the Steelers, 49s, cards, and Chiefs, so we, we were both over the Steelers uh, and the cards, Um the Chiefs won by the skin of their teeth with that huge bomb field goal by Bucker. But anyway, the Steelers 49s, Chiefs and Cards, I hit 100 for 334. And then I had also put in the Packers and Titans on top of that, and that was 50 for 284. So you got on the board uh, a 50 for 151 on your teasers. So right now you're almost back to even. You've got uh, in your in your bankroll 962. 
and I'm up to sixteen hundred bucks. So yeah, uh, that's, that's, you're doing great, man. Yeah, it, a nice start to the season. Nice start to the season. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is. A couple of the games that did it, the Browns did us both in. The Titans did us both uh, in. Did you see how the Browns lost? I mean, they lost it at the end of the game. Yeah, the the way that 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 ended was terrible. I mean, too much on the too much time on the clock, and they just let Burrow, you know, just throw. I mean, Burrow all night long was just chewing up that defense. Uh, really impressive for a rookie, uh, and he did it to you know backdoor cover. That spread that sucked. Uh, I was pissed about that. That blew a couple of uh, other bets that I had that didn't give on the show, but I was invested in. Uh, Titans, uh, I dead wrong about that game. That game was another shootout. That that game was just points and points and points. Um, and I watched that actually. I watched that game today. Um, you know, Titans were actually lucky to get out of that game. I mean, they were. What was the score at one point? The score at one point was twenty-four to ten. I know. It looked like it was over, and I know, and but then, but the Jags are for real, dude. And then it was thirty to seventeen, and then the Jags the Jags just went on a tear in the third in the fourth quarter, and the t- Titans just kind of closed up shop. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess the Titans defense came down a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I didn't do any kind of alt twenty two watching, so I, I don't technically know exactly what happened, but just from watching the the game and seeing it, it really to me. It just felt like that Jaguar offense just got into sync. And I I mean, damn, Jay Gruden was calling a great game and Mincho was hitting that Mincho was hitting everybody. You know, it's gonna suck. They they lost DJ Shark for tonight's game because uh, you know, we'll get to it later. But I, I was on the Jags. But Shark is Shark's a good player. He's a good player. And Keelan Cole's coming around this year. Yeah, Keelan Cole is like I think he's their number one receiver right now. Uh, I I don't know in terms of targets or yards. I, I I thought it was Shark. It could be Cole, but um, it was he was a guy that was really big. Everybody had a lot of hype on him last year, uh, especially in fantasy. And I thought he played well the year before, and nothing became of him last year. And then if you watching these games, he's always flying around. He, he runs good routes. He, he's in there, so it's uh, it's good to see that good addition. And you know they didn't miss a beat getting rid of Fournette. I'm kind of shocked because that kid is an undrafted free agent, like our undrafted rookie. He was, he came out of nowhere. He looks really good. I mean, I, I, I was. Well, the Jags line has been playing really well. The holes are, were so open. I was very skeptical. Well, Minshew, you know, Minshew mayhem. I mean, everyone's talking about it. He's that kid knows how to play the ball. I mean, he, I, you know, he, he went to Washington State, I believe. And, and a lot of quarterbacks that come out of Washington State know how to, they're like gunslingers. But I mean, look, he's, he's last year being in there and getting the experience is the greatest thing that could ever happen to him because as a second year quarterback, he's, he's playing, he's just doing great compared to, to what some of these other guys, like, would you rather have uh, Gardner Minshew or Daniel Jones as your starting quarterback right now? I like I, Gardner Minshew. I, I'm not a of Jones course. fan uh, at all. Of course. And, uh, and we, and we, and, and the Giants took Jones with the, Freaking six pick in the draft. Yeah, so which was terrible job by Gettleman, but uh, so be it. it. It is what it is. Like I can't go back and think about it. But uh, right. Minshew's good. I, I would take him over Jones. Uh, the other game, uh, the Cowboys, which obviously they didn't show for three quarters. I, you know, they they were lucky to get out of that game alive. Uh, and we also whiffed uh, together on the Chiefs game uh, again. Yeah. 
I don't know really what to make of it. A great story. I do think it would be completely different if Tyra Taylor was in there. It didn't look like the Chiefs defense knew exactly what was going on uh, for you know three quarters of that game, and then they settled in a little bit. And the offense was it was the thing that I couldn't get. It was like the defense. You know, obviously they were impacted by the change of a starting quarterback, but the offense was kind of shell shocked and looking at the yeah. Chargers, being like, "This defense is really good," and the Chargers' defense is good. They got some great players on there: Ingram, uh, Bosa. Uh, you know, and and they're even le- losing. They lost people like Derwin James, but um, they played really well. And I'm just surprised that the Chiefs were throw so thrown back uh, by the defensive pressure uh, and the game plan that was getting thrown against them. I just didn't yeah, see that. I I was. Look, I, I think that game was partially crazy due to the fact that the Chiefs probably planned to play against uh, 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 Tyrod Taylor. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then all of a sudden you throw this rookie in there and you never know with a rookie. Like he, he came out like as if he was a, a 10-year vet. You know what I mean? Like he, it was crazy. Like that game yeah. was crazy. And, and the Chiefs just were, were kind of shell-shocked. The only other game I want to quickly mention before we move on to second down is uh, uh, the Arizona-Washington game. Uh, it's funny. I was just looking at that game, too. I was just looking at that game to mention the Cardinals. Not as much for Washington. But, yeah, go ahead. Uh, right. I was just going to say, like, the Cardinals look legit. They, they look like a team that grew a lot since uh, Kingsbury took over. And the addition of DeAndre Hopkins is incredible. Yeah. I mean, they, they, he just he eats up defenses. And I thought they looked infinitely better last week than week one. Like oh, yeah. the week one win I wasn't nearly as impressed with as I was last week. I mean last week yes. they just looked great, I thought. They should have destroyed Washington and they did. I mean they they just they hammered them. And Kyler Murray, he's who has to be in the MVP candidate race at this point is on pace to break Lamar Jackson's rushing record as a quarterback. And nobody's nobody's really talking about that right now. Oddly enough, do you listen to uh, Chad Millman's Action Network podcast? Uh, you know, uh, I forget what I it's called. Uh, I don't. He, uh, he does a podcast uh, each week, uh, and he, does, he used to do it uh, with this guy, Bob Scooch. Uh, who's a Vegas? I think he's a uh, bookmaker. Anyway, it was a good. It is a good podcast. Now he does it with this uh, kid from Jersey called Simon Hunter, who uh, he says he's a, a betting uh, a professional. Anyway, uh, point being is that he was talking about Kyler Murray trying to see the combined odds, and I thought it was a great idea going off the MVP conversation that you just brought up was uh, parlaying the. Uh, Arizona Cardinals to win the NFC West and plus a Murray winning the MVP. Oh my goodness. Because if one happened, the other would happen, right? So you're kind of getting a twofer there with the increased odds. And I didn't put it, I don't, I don't, you know, it's really funky. You know, some books let you do this. Some books don't. So I don't know. I, I use points bet a lot. Points bet, I always run into problems. I didn't get a chance to look that up today, but um, yeah, he's playing phenomenal. MVP type ball, at least you know two weeks in. Yeah, I'm looking right. I'm trying to look it up right now. What it would be to what the MVP odds are right now. So he is plus sixteen sixty eight to win the MVP. Yeah, like like it's it's good money on him to win the MVP just based it's- on. 
you know, yeah. if he keeps playing like that, you know, he's going to be there. And if you combine that with the NFC North, no, NFC West, NFC right? West, yeah. NFC West. So it's plus 350 combined with the plus 1668. Can you can you that's, do it on the ticket though? That that that's the biggest question is if the book will allow you to do it. I I don't know. I've never actually parlayed futures before, I, but I, that's I every time I try to parlay something uh, combined like that, I always get rejected. It, it says it's not a function or something. But whatever that that could be points bet anyway. Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. a, that's a, I mean, you that you think people would do that more often? Because yeah, you could work it. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some book that's going to take it. You know, not every book's going to is going to negate that type of bet. But right, uh, if they could, it, it was a uh, it was a good thinking on that part. So uh, anyway, all right. So let's uh, start talking about this week. Second down. Second down. Uh, all right. So. Let's start off with I, these are the three big ones I picked, and we'll just start off with the Super Bowl. So we've got Ravens uh, hosting the Chiefs, and this game right now is a three and a half point uh, line in favor of the Ravens. Uh, right now, the squares are uh, the sharps are on the Chiefs. The majority is on the tickets is also on the Chiefs, and then big money is on the Ravens, and heavily too, 88%. So you got 62% of the tickets on the Chiefs, you got 88% of the money on the Ravens, and then you have the Sharps on the Chiefs too. Uh, I don't really know what to make of this game. You know, I, my gut says my gut says Chiefs, but I, I just, I got to pump the brakes because I just don't know. I... I, I'm. This is a tough game. No matter which way you spin it, no matter how we break it down, the reality is no one really knows. You're taking a guess. Ravens at three and a half. Uh, they they've they're just dominating teams. And last year when these two teams played, uh, the Chiefs got the best of them in in so many. I mean, it literally the chips just fell their way. And. Another year in this offense for for Lamar Jackson and the way that they're playing. Who has better talent? I probably the Chiefs. Who has a better defense? The Ravens. So this is one of those things where I think the Ravens' defense is going to determine this game. Not the Chiefs' offense. Not the Chiefs' defense or the Ravens' offense. It's the Ravens' defense that that's going to win this game. Yes, I am in complete agreement with that uh, mindset because if you ask me what could be X factors, the Chiefs' offense going off would probably limit the Ravens' chances of winning because I don't think, even at their best, the Ravens' offense can score at the same clip that the Chiefs can, right? Right. Because their offense, while dynamic, doesn't stretch the field and doesn't have the quick hitting capability. No, that they like the to Chiefs play does. slow. They like they like to beat you up with the run. Right. There, there is more game plan, strategic. You know, trying to clock ball management, if you will, with the Ravens than the Chiefs. So, for the Ravens to win this game, I think their defense is going to have to step up to the plate and keep the Chiefs in check. If they do that, I, I have less faith, faith in the Chiefs' defense uh, to control the Ravens. Uh, you yeah. know, I mean, Derek Johnson, uh, Derek Johnson, David Johnson, Week One uh, did pretty good 
on on the ground. Uh, Josh Kelly, the rookie out of UCLA, did okay for the uh, the Chargers last week on the ground. Well, the combined stat between them and Eckler was really good. Right. So uh, I I I think. You know, while I want to say Chiefs in this, I'm going to pick the Ravens in this one and the three and a half because I I I'm, I have faith that their defense can keep the Chiefs in check. And if that's the case, then I think they win the game close, but I think by more than the three and a half. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to have the opportunity to have the ball. We obviously believe that the Ravens are going to own time of possession and, you know, last week they gave up almost 200 yards on the ground to the to the Chargers. Yeah. I think the Ravens are going to do the same thing. They yeah. really do. And, and uh, I'm, how can you know? It's only three and a half points. You know, if they're going to – if the Ravens are going to win, I think they're going to win handily. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think the Chiefs, because of their offensive firepower, will stay in the game. I don't know if it will be handily, but maybe. I, I mean, I guess I could see it, you know. I mean, you, you know, Mahomes. If he, I've never seen him put together four terrible quarters. Not in recent past, but I'd get, like to see. I'd like to see the prop on how many tackles they think Patrick Queen's going to have. I don't. I well, would, I, I well, I guess uh, Ceh. If they run him a ton, um, let me see if they have that up. Uh, probably. Let me go to points bet because points is easier to he find. He solidifies. Out. He is so good. He's awesome. He is so good. I, He's I, I regret. I regret a hundred percent passing on him in in all of our fantasy leagues. Uh, yeah, they got a rid of. They got a rid of uh, defensive wagers on points bet. They don't have it. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the. Uh, I can't put it. Pull it up right now, but yes, the queen tackle total would be a good prop if you're looking at them. Yeah. Uh, speaking oh, sure. of ancillary bets to uh, the Chief Ravens game, I'm also looking at that 53 over under because I, it's 53 and a half. If it hasn't changed, uh, again, we're recording this uh, Thursday night, uh, a couple of minutes before kickoff here. So if some of these things have changed, uh, that's the time frame we're talking about. But the over under is 53 and a half. And I'm gonna be holding on to that because I, you know, I, I I might like juicing that up to 59 and a half and taking the under. And there's a couple of other games, you know, as we go along that that I'll mention. But that might be a good tease up go under game. Is that what, what do you think? 53 and a half? Anything for you or no? I like if I like if you tease it up. I mean, how much are you gonna juice it though? How uh, many ju- just the six. I do everything six. I, I don't go over the six. I so the six fit, is enough. So- so 59, you're looking at like a 34-24 game. Yeah, but we that were talking about that. defense playing a good role, which would limit yeah. the scoring. Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right. Well, that that's a, one thing to keep track of. So game two that we'll take a look at, uh, I thought we would talk about the Bills-Rams. Bills hosting the Rams here. Uh, Bills are favored by two and a half. And right now, the the squares are all on their own on this one because big money and the sharps are on the bills. Uh, 79% of the big money is on the bills. And then the Rams have 63% of the tickets. Uh, reason I brought this one up, uh, 1 o'clock game, uh, I have been super impressed with the Rams' play in 2020. 
I'm with you. Yeah, I'm I, with you. I, I can't believe this is a two and a half point spread. I, I really thought it was going to be a pick em. Uh Yeah, I, well, I guess they're home, so they're going to give it to them. I, I just think the Rams are the better team. You know, through two games, uh, yeah, they could have lost the Cowboys game for sure, but it, I didn't think that they were all that bad. And then watching them play against the Eagles, I thought they were phenomenal. And while not a Goff fan, uh, I think McVay has kind of righted the ship a little bit uh, when you talk about how everything kind of went south at the end of last year. That that offense they run, it's the most irritating thing in the world to watch. But <laughs> really? It's kind of engaging. It's better than it was like three years ago when it was all uh, what was it, jet sweep. It was jet sweep, jet sweep, jet sweep. Everything. Their entire offense runs through the play action. You know, it's... it's because it works. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you know... I get, I, get, I get it. It's just... I, I sat there and I rewatched the game... And, and I played a game with myself, and I was like, I wanted to guess whether it was going to be a pass or a run every, every time. And I tried to see if, if I could figure out if he has any rhyme or reason to the way he, he picks his plays. And uh, I, I'm in, I, was, I, I maybe got like 50% right. But it, it fools the defense 75% of the time, right? So even if you have – you need to literally have a defensive line that has two unbelievable edge rushers and two guys on the inside that can stop the run just in case and have those two other guys just constantly shoot for the quarterback no matter what. I mean, it's it's it. I, I, I feel like I know how to defend it, but every t- dude. No, you should coach football then. Yeah, right. There's probably a lot more money in that. I of course. <laughs> then what I do? Yes, yes. And overseeing uh, human beings who are struggling, yes. Um, but yeah, it's it's incredible, I, you know. And they just eat people; they just pick people apart. And it's, it, I, I don't know, it's irritatingly entertaining. Uh, yes, I, I I do, and I was a fan of them two years ago when they had that big run, and they kind of gassed at the end of the season. Uh, and then last year, uh, I wasn't nearly uh, as much of a fan of the team uh, after the Super Bowl. And then this year, through two games, I am I'm fairly impressed with what I'm seeing. You know, the the things seem to be coming together for him. And Higby, it, Higby is a beast. Robert yeah. Woods, Robert Woods is a beast. You know, and and. and Higby ate up uh, the Eagles in this game, and remember oh that gosh. later oh when we talk God. about the Eagles game. But um, in regard to the Bills, I'm taking the Rams because I watched both Bills games and I know that uh, that what's-his-face is leading the league in passing. Uh, and even though he's a little bit better than he was last year, God, he still slings the ball all over the place. I'm like, Josh, I pull, reel it in, buddy. Really it's great. Like, it's great for Diggs. Diggs is loving it. Diggs loves it, but even at that, I I mean, he still misses Diggs here and there. There are just some throws that he that he takes, well, that he makes that are just so off the mark, and I can't put my finger on it. Like, how can you be good here and bad there? You know, again, to me, the thing that keeps Allen alive and you know I, helps improve his performance on a week-to-week basis is his ability to scramble and keep the play alive. And that ability allows wide receivers to get open. 
if it's a traditional calling, you know, a traditional offense or running an offense, I I, I just don't see him working as well in that manner. Um, and so I don't see them uh, coming in here and taking the Rams. I think the Rams win this one. I think the Rams have the better team and the better coach. So I was thinking about this earlier. Can you name the last team to win a Super Bowl that had a, a, a rushing quarterback? A quarterback that, that scrambled, a scrambling quarterback? How shall you put it? A scrambling quarterback. Well, one that, that was able to contribute in the gr- ground game. Uh, I don't know. Like, all right, I'm going to go back to Steve Young and then go forward from there. Right. It's been a long time. Like, Russell Wilson a couple years ago. When nah, they not really. Not really. You know, like, that could have been maybe, but yeah, I can't. I- I can't think of one, man. It's just they don't win championships. They're great for fantasy, but they tend not to win championships. Yeah, well, and, there, and- there there hasn't been so many. You might see more going forward only because the whole nature of the NFL has changed, you know? But it's, Yeah, everybody's a rushing quarterback now. You know, like, I, I would love to have seen Randall Cunningham in today's day and age because right. I, I would love to see Steve Young in today's day and age. But Cunningham, Young, um, you know, even Vic, you know, because, because one of Vic's – you know his ground game was great. His pass, he had a fantastic arm, but he didn't really work it up. But if if Josh Allen can you know work this NFL, Michael Vick easily could be able to work this NFL. Yeah, you know, I, I think Lamar Jackson is a better passer than Vick was. Um, but you know over time, I, I can't really. There, there haven't been that many. You know, one here and there. But Russell Wilson is a lot like Steve Young. I mean, I think that I, I, Steve Young didn't run, you know, twenty times a game. No, yeah, sure. I, I I see the analogy that you're making there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that's a, that's a fair analogy. So, um, so maybe Russell Wilson. Uh, although I still think of him more of a pocket passer than no, a scrambler yeah, compared to yeah. Steve Young. I, I he was, ran a lot more when he was younger. Uh, maybe yes, yes, for sure. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm going. I'm going Rams. Which one are you going? I'm going Rams too. I, right. I'm. I, I love. They're, I'm thoroughly impressed with that team. I think they're going to go – that whole division, they're screwed because everybody in there is good. All right, so in the third one, there's a couple of games I was looking at. I'm going to punt to you, though, and I'm going to let you pick out the next game. So whatever your little heart contends, desires. All right, well, contends, I, I mean, how about desires. the Packers and the Saints? Stupid-o. Because I think that's a really intriguing game. Oh, oddly you say that. That is the game that I have circled. So – my third game, which is the one that you picked, was Saints hosting Packers. Uh, Saints favored by three right now. This, again, is a square game. Huge money in on the Saints, 92%. Squares in on the Saints. And then 75% of the of the tickets in on the Packers. Obviously, Aaron Jones, Green Bay, a public team. Nobody liking what they saw on the Saints on Monday night. And so the people are piling in on the Packers. Yeah, of course they are. It's, you know, you got, I think there was some crazy statistic that the Packers are the, are the third or fourth team all time to have 80 points and a thousand yards going into the third week of the season. They're only the third or fourth team to ever have that. Right. But when you compare that to, I mean, when you say that and then you say who they played, you know, like how bad are the lines? The lines are t- are t- are terribly horrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are just they they could easily get the first pick in the draft next year. 
Well, you talk about the success of the Packers right now. You do have to factor in those two teams exactly as you're stating it. Vikings who stink and the Lions who stink. stink. The Vikings defense stinks. Yeah, that that is an experiment that is going horribly wrong right now in Minnesota. But both those teams that they beat are garbage. Are garbage. Are garbage. Now, the Saints look like Super Bowl champs in week one against Tampa Bay. Well, they looked okay. Uh, I I rewatched that game. They looked really good. I thought they looked okay. Uh, I I disagree, man. That they everything seemed to. I mean, their defense was good, man. Like Brady's not as good as he was back in the day. That pick six changed a lot. Their defense but, looked better week one than it did last week. Yes, last they for some reason Gruden somehow some way Gruden figured it out and. I mean, everybody who's watching TV was like, "Why aren't you double cover it? Why aren't you? Why don't you have double coverage on Waller? Like, why are they just letting Waller just do whatever he wanted to do?" But he did, and he kept going with it, and and we won. The Raiders won. So, but yeah, I, I'm 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 leaning Packers, not because I think that they're a better team, but because. I am not convinced that the Saints are who they are, as good as they can be, without Michael Thomas. I uh, don't. I, that's like a guaranteed touchdown off of the score every time. Yeah, super surprised that uh, Manny Sanders was not nearly as big a factor, if a factor he's at all. Old. I know he's old. So I just old, thought old. in that position where Thomas was out and he was featured, he'd be able to pull something out, and he uh, like did nothing. I don't think he had a target. Uh, I don't know if he had a target. I know he had no catches. Uh, I think I started him in one league, and I, I think he had zero. Uh, I started him in the flex because I thought that was a surefire point. Looking points. it up now, it's, it was crazy. You're I'm, I, obviously we all we I agree with you. That's wild that you go through an entire game and you don't even get a catch. Traycon Smith looked pretty good, but you know we all know that's just yeah, not, Alvin Kamara was their best receiver. He had he had a hundred yards or ninety five yards. Yeah, that team minus Michael Thomas isn't the same team. No. Um, now, he, here's what this game shows me, right? Because last week there wasn't a lot of whole squares standing on their own, right? Squares being the the, the tickets, the general public. You know, through two weeks, and, and we said this on first down, the general public has been really mopping up. Uh, number one on overs... Uh, the, Crushing overs. And number two, they've been on the right side of all this stuff. Anytime the squares kind of stand on their own, you know, it, it run the contrarian pick, it hasn't worked out. This week, you're seeing a lot of the shift where you're seeing, you know, either big money and the big money and the, and the sharps on the opposite side. And here's one of those games where, you know, the, the general public is. All over the Packers, they've seen the Packers play two games, put up a whole ton of points, and just saw a Saints team that wasn't any good. And I could see the thought process where, you know what, well, the the Saints were bad last week, but it was also, the Raiders looked pretty good. So maybe we'll give a little something to the Raiders here, and it's not as much a knock on the Saints. And here the Saints are at home, and they only have to win by a field goal. Right? And and I could I mean it is the Saints. A lot of people had the Saints go to the Super Bowl this year. Not me, yeah. but a lot of people do. So I could see the mentality here where you're gonna see a lot of these contrarian plays. And this is the week that scares me that those those picks come through. You know, this is where all of a sudden Vegas roars back and, and hits a lot of games. But I'm with you. I'm picking the Packers. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm picking the pack. I, I like the three and a half because if I, if the Saints do win, I I listen. I think this is a pretty straight line. This is, you know, if they're gonna win, they're gonna win by three, maybe. You know, maybe by a last second field goal or something. And uh, I like that uh, that I'm getting that extra half a point. So now, what scares me with this game is Devontae Adams not playing and having a little bit of regression to the mean for. Uh, for Rodgers, and he throws up that like two interception stinker, right? Saints play I mean, big at home. Also, the, the Saints, the Saints' rush defense is very good. I mean, they they I mean, they're tops in the league, and they're one of the top. So I, I I agree. That's exactly what everyone's concerned about. I'm concerned about that. It's, but it's like you know Devontae Adams, no Michael Thomas. Like who's the better team? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm. Picking the Packers because I think that Rodgers continues this little tear that he has. And I haven't seen enough out of the Saints offense without Michael Thomas and with Michael Thomas too. uh, To think that they're going to be able to play the long ball as well as the Packers. So I'm going Packers here. Also, we were talking about overs-unders before. This game is 51.5. And... I'm looking at that as teasing that up to 57 and a half and being maybe one of a three game over under teaser going 57 and a half and going under because, you know, you're talking about 30, 30, you know, 28, 30, you know, 28, 30 is a, uh, is a, is the 58 point game. That's a lot of scoring. That's a lot of scoring. Uh, but anyway, I, I don't, I don't know, you know, again, it, it's just a thought here, but, uh, I'm I'm picking the Packers. You're going the Packers. Yeah, and yep. you know I, I think the over under is something to look at in terms of a tease. So those are the three games, and let's just run down the rest of the docket. Third down. All right, so we'll start off with the Thursday night game, which is coming down screaming on top of us as we record this. Jaguars hosting the Dolphins. Uh, I was much more into this game uh, when DJ Shark was going to be in. Uh, and Byron James, I think, is out for the Dolphins. Right now, uh, Sharps are on the Dolphins. Everybody else is on the Jaguars. Tickets 72%, uh, 90% of the money in over-under 48 is the over-under in this one. So Dolphins not really being given a fair shake, uh, and that's probably why the Sharps are on that side. But I, even with the lack of DJ Shark, I'm going Jaguars in this one. I'm going the other way. I believe that I watched the Dolphins play the the Bills and they looked terrible against the Patriots. And then I think they put some things together against the Bills and they actually could have won that game. Yeah, they were up and, at one uh, point in the third. What? Right? Weren't they up at one point in the third? Or was yeah, it the fourth? I, in the fourth. The fourth they were up. And uh, I, I really, I, I, I don't, I don't love them, but I, I like them, and I, I don't believe that the Jaguars are that good, man. I really, I don't. I think the Dolphins actually have more pieces. The only concern I have is Byron Jones, their big free agency acquisition. He's out. Tonight. Yeah, he's out. So, I mean, and, that kind of gets negated with, with the loss of Shark, I guess. But I, I don't know. I've just been impressed with the Jaguars more so than the Dolphins, and I've watched actually both Dolphins games too. Um, and yeah, they got scrappy in that Bills game, but uh, you know, yeah. I, I still just don't I'm believe go, in I'm fits. I'm going Dolphins, man. They were the, the the reason Diggs had such a good game last week was because Byron Jones got hurt in like right. the first quarter. But regardless, I don't think I don't think 
the Jags have the talent that they that everyone's talking about. Uh, end of story. I'm going Dolphins. All right. Next one is going to be the Steelers hosting the Texans. Steelers favored by four squares on the Texans. Everybody else on the Steelers, 60% of the public, 81% of the money on the Steelers. I didn't know which way to go with this one. Who are you picking? I don't this is this is a this is a tough one, man. I I, I keep leaning back and forth. Uh, I, I'm gonna go with the favorite. I, I just I believe that they they can put it together, right? I think I think that they can cover at least the spread. Maybe I, it's a tough one. I'm I'm with you. This is a re- this is probably the toughest one of the week. I thought. Yeah, you know, I, I just I see it as a as a field goal win at the end or a Texans upset on the road, uh, and and that's why it scares me because you know, gun to my yeah. head, I I, I want to go Steelers here. I want to take the Steelers in four because I just think that the Texans aren't a good team. You know, and, and that's what scares me about a lot of the way that I lean this week. I, I'm not pulling for the team that I pick. I'm, I'm pulling against the team, the opposite team. And in this card, I just don't think the Texans are that good. I think the Steelers' defense it plays a big role in this game, and they're very good. I mean, their defense is incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they are. But they, then again, they they struggled last week versus the Broncos. Uh. And but did they? They did the same thing they did against the Giants. They played good enough to get a lead, a big, decent lead, and then they just like let up. And the the, the Broncos, in reality, only had that that last drive to get to to win the game. That was the only time they had an opportunity to take the lead, pretty much in the game. Yeah. So, all right. It wasn't I- like the Steelers played bad. They. Uh, I, I was trying to rewatch that game last night, and I got Christian interrupted me. But uh, you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm I'm going Steelers. I'm going. I'm going favorite. Steelers too. Uh, mine. I, I just don't think the Texans are that good. Next up, Titans versus the Vikings, the lowful, lowly Viking team here. Uh, Minnesota hosting this one, but they're underdogs by two and a half. Uh, when I checked, I don't think a lot of money came in on this game. 99% of the money was on the Titans at the time, so I don't think a lot of bets came in. But the majority are on the Titans, 79% of the tickets, uh, and there's no sharp action on this one. I'm picking Titans, not even thinking about it. Vikings stink, and the Titans have to win by a field goal. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bet against the Vikings every week until they prove that they can do something because they are awful. Yeah, they're terrible. They're terrible. They are terrible. I watched that Indy Vikings game last week. I couldn't believe that the Colts literally demolished Minnesota on every in every aspect of the game. Yeah, I, they just have not been good. The defense is not good. It doesn't look good for them. Uh, and, and the Titans I like. So uh, we're both Titans on this one, correct? Yep. All right, so next one, Falcons hosting the Bears. This one scares me. Uh, because the this is the one where the squares are all on them by themselves on an island here. Seventy two percent of the tickets are on the Falcons, but the money and the bear and the sharps are on the Bears. Uh, which way are you leaning here? Falcons. I, I they've had two bad beats. Um, that yeah, I know, really, but they, really, they had was, bad beats, but they also didn't play well. They don't play well, but they score a thousand points. I <laughs> know they do. <laughs> They're like fantasy. So, they're like the fantasy team of the year. Hey, 
now that we're on this game, and while this isn't a fantasy podcast, nor do we talk about it that much on this podcast, I made a very bold statement before the season that Calvin Ridley was going to outplay and become the new Julio Jones. Yes. I'm not I'm not far away from that, you know. No, not at all. Uh, and I look, Julio, I picked Julio in a couple of leagues, and after watching tape of him, maybe he's hurt. I, you know, I know that they said he's banged up. I think a hamstring is what they're talking about. So maybe that's a, a much bigger factor than I think. It just looks like he's gotten old. Yeah, well, you know, he looks hurt. He looks hurt. He looks he hurt, looks but hurt. He, but he's also he's at, getting up there in age. And if you watch Ridley, Ridley's just he's just more spry. I'm using the I word know spry. He is. On, the, the, on but the question is, person. Julio Jones, Julio Jones can be a number one, an elite top five receiver without any other receivers next to him. Can Calvin Ridley be a top five receiver without any talent next to him? Yeah, I I mean, sure. I'm not sure. Uh, If you look at him... Julio Jones just looks like a monster. Just a big yeah, dude. Yeah, he's just a big dude. I just he's getting a little bit slower in his old age. Uh, anyway, it's kind of funny. I, if you listen to the NFL show, they just uh, they said, "When do you ever call anybody who's not old spry?" And I actually just called uh, just called the Calvin Ridley spry. Uh, anyway, uh, I veer off there. Uh, this for me is a vote. I watched uh, both Bears games because I was getting ready for that Giants game. So I watched their all twenty two on week one. I didn't watch it this week, but I I don't like the Bears at all. So even though the Falcons, I don't think have played well. They're a little snake bit. I just don't like the Bears in this spot. I'm going Falcons as well. Yep, Falcons. All right. MetLife Stadium, G-Man, hosting the 49ers, home dog. Another one. Yeah, the Vikings is a home dog. Now you got the Giants as a home dog. 49ers favored by four. 49ers are missing everybody on their team. Uh, right now, the Sharps are on the Giants. Money and, and tickets are on the 49ers. This is a snap call. I am picking the Giants, and I'm actually picking the money line um, as well because I, the Giants haven't been terrible. They haven't been good. Daniel Jones is a big question mark. But the 49ers are, are on the road two weeks in a row. They just lost all their players. I don't think Garoppolo's playing this week. I think it's Nick Mullins. But the Giants have done more you know, in their first two games that... They, they should be better than a four-point uh, dog here. They, they just should. Well, everyone's talking about what the 49ers have lost, but nobody's talking about the fact that the Giants lost Saquon Barkley. And honestly... No offense, he didn't do anything. He wasn't doing anything. I don't know if he's even going to play another down for the New York football giants. I really don't. Well, you know, he's going to hold out next year because it's going to be the typical running back fourth year. Give me my contract. Right. And so he's going to be rehabbing. Then he's going to ask for the new contract. He's going to say, you know, I I just have been trying behind a terrible line for three years and look what happened. And I got nothing to show for it. And, but I've given you all my effort and all of my heart. So give me my money because I deserve it. And the Giants, if they're smart, they should say no. <laughs> Do you think they're going to pick up his, his option? I wouldn't. Well, I don't know because you'd have to see next year, but they're not even going to try to go to the option because the way that the running back play, contract play has turned out, it's been three years, renegotiate before the fourth year. And that's Saquon's next year. It happened with McCaffrey. It happened with Zeke. Barkley's going to be no different. 
The dude has missed two seasons already now. It's going to be no different. doesn't matter. What year? So he's this is his third year. He missed how many games his first year? Uh, I don't think any. I think last year was the year he, he, he missed with his high ankle sprain, which was in Tampa Bay. And what did he miss? Four games? Six yeah, whatever games? it was. Yeah. I, I'm, in, I'm in agreement with you. I'm just telling you it's not going to play out that way. You because can't, can't, we can't pay him. Yeah. Can't do it. I, I'm with you. But anyway, regardless of Saquon, uh, so I'm going Giants. What are you going? Oh, uh, Giants. Giants. All right. Next game up, your Raiders uh, traveling to New England. Patriots favored now by five and a half. Uh, big money coming in on the Patriots, 74%. Tickets slightly in favor of the Patriots at 53%. No sharp action. Uh, I like your Raiders, like what they did Monday night. I'm going Patriots. I think that Belichick is smart enough to uh, throw Carr into a tizzy. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Patriots. This, this, this isn't even going to be a game. I, I, I'm sad to say I believe it's going to be a blowout. Yeah, I, I, I'm liking that five-and-a-half line, too, although I don't know if I took it in the parlay, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Next game up is in Philadelphia. Eagles hosting the Bengals. Eagles got all the money right now, but I don't think people have bet it. 97%. The tickets are slightly in favor of the Bengals, obviously seeing that Thursday night game, getting the public juiced up on Joe Burrow action. Uh, Eagles favored by four-and-a-half. Where are you leaning here? Um... I like four and a half, but I like the Bengals getting, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. The Eagles are bad. They are, they are, they might be okay for fantasy, but they're bad, man. Yeah, they, they're, they're, they're not good. You know, one of the things that ate them up last week was the tight end play by Tyler Higby. They really beat him up with, with Higby. Bengals crushed them. Yeah, and Bengals just lost their starting tight end. So the Bengals can throw. One of the weaknesses from last week, uh, you know, for the Eagles seems to be gone this week. I, you know, this to me just feels like that public trap game. I, I'm going with the Eagles, and this is basically a blind faith that, you know, the Eagles are going to be able to prepare for a, a rookie a quarterback on the road for two weeks in a row. You know, I, I like Joe Burrow. I can't go him two weeks in a row. He threw 60-something times last week. Gave him plenty of tape to get ready for, that's for sure. I I don't like the Bengals, believe me. I would much rather see the Eagles win this, but I, I got to take the points. I'm taking the four and a half. All right, so you're on the Bengals. I'm on the Eagles. Next game, we'll go to Cleveland. Speaking of uh, the Bengals, uh, the team that beat them last week, the Brownies are favored by 7.5 versus the Washington football team. Uh, Sharps on Washington, the money and tickets on the Browns. Browns. Uh, again, we're going to differ here. I'm picking the Washington football team. Oh, stop. 7.5 are a lot of points, dude. Yeah, but the but who's better? Bengals or the Washington football team? Mm, they're different. I don't know. Who's better? I don't Who know. That game? Washington's defense is better than the Bengals. Bengals offense probably, well, easily has more weapons, but they do have Terry McLaurin on Washington. The Browns are good enough to, to get, whatever, six last week and now seven and a half versus Washington? No way. No way. It's too many points. You know, five and a half, four and a half, I'm all over the Browns. Seven and a half, no way. Can't do it. Uh, so you're, you're Browns, I'm Washington, and I'm not going to convince you otherwise, huh? 
Yeah, I, I don't think I can I can be. I, I'm really I was <laughs> I like the Bengals. I mean, I like I like the Bengals. I think that that they're they're an okay team, and I think that they have way more pieces than Washington does. And Cleveland just hammered the Bengals. Just All hammered right. them. All so right. I, I I can't I can't I can't in my right mind pick the Washington football team ever. All right. Well, let's go to the four o'clock games then. First one being another New York hometown uh, game here. Jets traveling to the Colts. Colts favored by 11.5 right now. God, that's a lot of points. Sharps on the Jets, probably just straight for the 11.5 points. Uh, big big tickets, big money on the Colts. 73% of the tickets, 70% of the money. Uh, I, I'm taking I'm taking the Jets here. I can't I can't take the Colts in 11.5 points. It's it's just too many. It's just it like the Browns. This moved big time. Yeah, I mean, they think that uh they think the Jets stink as do I, but they think that the Jets really really stink. The public how, is. How, what what were the what were the splits again because it was 7 and now it's 11 and a half. What what's the money split again? Well, I, I think it was like it was 10 like a day ago. Uh oh, uh what? Uh, money? Big money. It's 70% of the uh, money's on the Colts. Seventy-three percent of the tickets. Oof. Yeah, I, it, I, I'm going to take the Colts, dude. I, their defense. We, and by the way, uh, virtual high five for taking the uh, the Colts uh, in our fantasy. Yeah, you picked that, that defense. That was solid. That was they. they they're really good. They're especially uh, uh, Darius Leonard. He's everywhere. I mean, he yeah. should have had a pick last week too. Um, but I, I, I just, I really don't like the Jets. I. There. I hate the Jets too. Gase is gone. That's a given. I, I'm I'm just sorry. This is a professional Dude, football they team. They gotta get rid of him now. Yeah, they do now. Like they need to. They need to flip that whole team. Darnold's pretty good. I, I actually. I I'm not. I'm not saying Darnold's bad. I, I actually think he could be good with the right coach and the right team around him. Well, look at Tannehill. Right, Tannehill stunk with Gase. He went to he went to Tennessee. Now he's good. Right. And he he's got himself awesome. a monster contract. And he's awesome. Right. So I, I just this this could be a Gase problem, man. So I, I, all right. Well, I agree. Colts are be, Colts are easily the better team. Jets. I it's a professional football. Eleven and a half points. I, I can't do it. So I'm taking the Jets. Now we go to the Chargers, who were the story of the week last week with uh, you know their play versus the Chiefs. That got them a six-and-a-half-point favorite line versus the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers lost versus the Bucks. If you watch that game, they played way better than that uh, final score led on, and it was thanks to turnovers on the part of the Panthers that the Buccaneers were able to get that victory. Um, right here, Chargers have everything on them. It's a trifecta. The first one, and I think I don't think we had one last week either. But uh, everybody's on the Chargers this week. Uh, I, I don't know. Are, are you going to hop on board with everybody else? I like the rookie. I, I he looked really good. He looked and great. We, and, and we talked about this the other day. I, I thought it's incredible. And it's I'm incredible. screwing it up with Bobby Abear. It's Justin Herbert, right? It's Herbert, right. not Abear. Yeah. All right. I just want to get Herbert. the pronunciation correct. I keep saying Justin Abear, and I'm like, it's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. So you like Abear in this here in this spot here? Abear. <laughs> I said did, did it again, Herbert. God. Damn. Yeah. Just talked to- no. Sorry. Eventually, I'll get it. Yeah, 
can't do it. And then you went back and did it uh, again. I mean, it's just, it's terrible. It's like, oh, boy. Yes, Justin, Justin Herbert is the, is the real deal. And I like him. And I don't like the Chargers, by the way. They're, they're pretty, they're not that great of a team. But I, I, I feel as if they are the, uh, the better team. And, and I really like the potential he brings, especially for, uh, for Keenan Allen. I'm sure he loves Herbert more. Yeah, uh, I agree with you there, although I disagree with you here. I'm taking the Panthers. Uh, Seahawks hosting the Cowboys. Seahawks favored by oh. five. Oh, how do you? We, we're not just moving on from that. What? How are you picking the Panthers? I I thought that they I thought that they played. I didn't I think, think they should have won week one. week one. Oh, I'm getting that reverb on your computer, but I'm just going to plow through it at this point. Uh, I thought they should have won week one versus your Raiders. Your Raiders got a, a a gift pass interference call at the end of the game to win that one. And then they they only lost last week because they handed the Tampa Bay points right off the gate. Uh, I'm just six and a half on the road. Maybe they lose by, you know, four, three. I, I'm, I'm, I can't go six and a half. It's too many points. Yep. May Yeah, my son Mason has joined us here for uh, the final uh, final couple of games. Uh, no, you can't take my headphones off because it's going to uh, not allow Dad to listen to Uncle Chris. So anyway, right. so, we're, so, we're doing so, Seahawks-Cowboys. So. Seahawks favored by five. Uh, right now, Seahawks having uh, the tickets and the big money. Uh, 90% of the money, 72% of the tickets. And uh, the Sharps, though, on the Cowboys. Cowboys. I like the Cowboys. I think that they just need to get rolling a little bit, and they are going to start hammering people. I really like Seattle. I believe in that team. I think they have a lot of potential. But I cannot ignore the fact that the Cowboys can put up 50 points a week if everything goes right. Yeah, I I don't know. I looked at this game and I'm on uh, I'm on the side of the squares. Although big money's with me too, I don't know. It, it scares me because I like the Cowboys coming into the season, but I'm going with the Seahawks here. Uh, they haven't shown me anything in two weeks that tells me I should even think about the Cowboys. The Seahawks are the better team. They've played better. I don't know if they have better talent, but on a whole, they're better. So I'm going Seahawks. All right, we're on opposite sides again. What about in Arizona? Are we going to be on the opposite sides? This one, Cardinals favored by five and a half versus the Lions. Take I, we're, you're going to keep betting the Cardinals until they they fall somewhere. You got it. I'm not even thinking about this. The Lions are uh, hot garbage, and I'm going Cardinals. This shouldn't be a five and a half spread. This That's one of these. Yeah, it's a gift, thinking. right? It should be way higher. You're like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah, I, I mean, if you tell me... Uh, Three bottom teams, Jets, Vikings, and Lions are, are the three teams I'm looking at. Yep. So I'm, I'm going Cardinals. You're going Cardinals. And that leaves us one game left. And that'll be the Broncos hosting the Buccaneers. Talking about the Buccaneers. Look, uh, Tom Brady, from the games that I saw, has turned into Tommy Checkdown. I, I mean... <laughs> You know, he's just as bad as Carr checking it down. Oh, he's not as bad as Carr. Carr's the worst. Maybe Don't not as bad, but actually, God. actually, statistically speaking, do you know who the worst is in the league right now? No. Drew Brees. Oh yeah, okay, I, I can see that. Yeah, well, he can't throw the ball downfield, so 
Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, Buccaneers favored by six here. The tickets on the Bucks, uh, as is the big money, is 84% of the tickets. So I, the Bucks have become a public team here. And the Broncos stink. Sharps are on the Broncos. Um, I'm taking the Broncos strictly for the reason that I haven't liked Tom Brady through two games. And six points is just too much on the road for Tom Brady. Uh, you know, I mean that that offense isn't a juggernaut. You know, they 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 shouldn't have covered last week either. They had lucked out with that Fournette uh, run at the end. I like I like the Bucks overall mainly because I I think the Broncos are terrible. But I really like the Bucks. What what we're going to talk about in a minute with T's with the T's. I, I like playing this down to to an even split here and and going from there, but. But I'll take the six. I'll, I I think that there's enough talent, especially with if uh, Godwin comes back this week. I, I think there's enough talent there that they should they should just hammer the Broncos. All right, so uh, you're going to be on the Bucks. I'm going to be the Broncos. Oh, we're going to we went in different directions on a bunch of these games. So I mean, and that brings us to what you're talking about teases, and let's get into our bets. Fourth down. <laughs> So, fire away. Tell me what you were thinking. This was a tough week for me. I, I really had a grasp at some straws here. Yeah, I'm, I'm more excited about my tees than I am about my, my money line parlay, as I've uh, become accustomed to for the past couple of years. But I'm going to do a, a $75 tease. Pays out around 240 And I'm going to tease the Browns down to one. Okay. I, I, I believe that that should be an easy win, but I, you know, as we just discussed numerous times, uh, and, and for the past, you know, 10 minutes about this game, uh, I, I don't, I don't think that that should be hard. I'm going to tease the Colts down to almost what it opened to at five and a half. Okay. And that's, they should definitely win that game. We're, we're all in agreement, but that's a lot more manageable than the 11, 11 and a half. I'm going to tease the chargers down to a half a point. Okay. And then I, I'm going to take the Bucks at even. You know, I'm going to do a four four team tease, and I, the Bucks even completing the uh, the, the quad uh, 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 bet there. I, I I can't imagine that they look. Are they going to lose to the Broncos? No way. No. That should be like a that should be like a gimme, man. Yeah. I, I, I... I'm not in disagreement. I, I don't know. I just didn't feel good about this game in any way, shape, or form. But I, I, logic would say yes, that would be a good play to bring the Bucks down and then just take the win. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. And most of these are just the win. The Colts should should their Colts defense is going to win that game. But the other one, all these other bets are all just their wins. That's it. The Browns got to win. The Chargers got to win. The Bucks got to win. And the Colts have to do a little work. But five and a half is not not much to me. All right. So there's one tease out of you. What else do you got? So I got a, a the other bet I did was a twenty five dollar money line parlay pays out around three eighty and and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take three underdogs here to win outright. Okay. I'm gonna take the Rams to win that game outright. I know the Bills are good, but I I believe that the Rams are are gonna show their true colors, and I think due to that fact, the Bills will show their. I'm, true I'm colors. with you with the Rams. I I think yeah. they're straight up to win. Yeah. For sure. This one you're going to disagree with me about, but I'm going to take the Cowboys to beat the Seahawks outright. Well, I it's going to give that, you odds. So yeah, yeah, that's it's it's around plus two hundred or something. Um, I think that 
that's going to be a shootout just like it was with Atlanta. And I think they're just, they're going to get the last chance to win that game. And, and, and I think they're going to win. Okay. Um, the other thing, which is kind of crazy because we talked about this too, I'm going to take the Packers over the Saints on money on uh, uh, Sunday night football. I think that they're going to win that game outright. No Devontae Adams, it looks like. No Michael Thomas. It's going to be kind of a boring fantasy game, but I get Kamara's really good. Aaron Jones is really good. It's going to be a matchup of running backs. I, I think the Packers can win that outright. So do I. You know, I, I like that money line parlay. The only, I, I, you know, the Cowboys, obviously, I have trouble with. But, I, you know, I, I, I like the Giants to win. I, I wonder if I would take the Cowboys out and throw the Giants in. I wouldn't get the same odds, but... Um, that's you something get close. I might you look get, at. Yeah. I mean, 25 to win almost 400 is great. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. You're, you're just taking it for the multiplier, right? Right, for sure. You know, th- this is your, this is your, uh, whatever money. This is your, uh, not skeptical. I forgot it. whatever the word I'm trying to think of. I completely brain farted there. Brain blow up. Uh, but yeah, okay. Uh, all right, so those are two good ones. You got anything else? No, that's it. Okay. Uh, so I had a lot of trouble this week. This is what I ended up doing. So my one parlay, I did a four-team parlay. Cards with the with the five and a half now. The Panthers with the six and a half. I, I know you like the Chargers. I just again, whatever reason, I'm I'm. I gravitated to that Panther six and a half spread because I just thought it was too many points. Along with the Patriots money line and the Colts money line. And that I'm going to put $50 down for 302. And, you know, the Patriots at home, I think, is a lock. Colts at home is a lock. Cards with the five and a half, I think, is a lock. And then you just got to throw something else in there. There's a lot of other games you could you could pull off with this. Uh, you know, I, you know, just go down the list and, and pick what you want. But if you take the Cards, Patriots, and Colts, you could just do those three as a three-team parlay, and then you could throw a fourth in there, which maybe I'll do that too. But that's what I'm looking at. Cards, Panthers, Patriots, Colts, 50 to win 302. Teasers. I did two teasers. I did a three-team and a five-team. So for the three-team, I did the Patriots. I brought them down to basically even or plus a half. I did the cards. I brought them down to plus a half. And then I took the Giants and I teased them up to ten and a half uh, or ten uh, because that spreads at four. So Giants ten and basically cards and Patriots to win. And I'm going to put a hundred on that for 244. Then the two other games I'm going to throw in there, and again, there are a couple that you could have done with this. That you know, that Panther one is one I was looking at. You could juice up to 12 and a half, but I didn't do that here. What I did was I did the Eagles, and I brought the Eagles down uh, to whatever it is. They're, they're going to get a point and a half here. And then I took the Rams, and I teased them up to nine. Uh, well, I guess it would be eight and a half. Uh, and so I threw on top of the three-team parlay, or, or teaser that is, I threw on top of them, I threw the Eagles and the Rams. And then I'll throw 50 on that for 217. Uh, you know, I only put 200 out uh, on the line this week, and I, you know, my bankroll was up uh, to 1600. I just there was a lot of question marks I had about these games, and that was what I was looking looking at that I was comfortable with. 
So, uh, but I like your money line. I might take another 25 or something and throw it there. Who, who knows? I like that parlay that you did. I like your teasers. You're, you're, I, I, I can't really figure out a way why they wouldn't work. Well, the mistake <laughs> is the Giants the, because I'm going with a hometown team and now they're going to get blown out at home versus San Fran. But you could easily take the Eagles or the Rams and substitute them with the Giants and go Patriots, Cards, and Team X. And, you know, and do that as your three-team parlay. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I, you know. Giants are tough. Giants are a tough bet, man. Every time I, like we've talked about before, never bet with or against your favorite teams. It's, it's, this is, it's always. Yeah, I know. I I don't know. I, you know, looking at it now, I kind of like the Eagles and the Rams as that third team better than the Giants. Um, but I've already written down here and I've made the bet. So I'm in, so it's going to be for me, Patriot cards, giants, and then add on the Eagles and Rams for the five team. Sounds good. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I, uh, I think that'll just about do it because we kind of run a little bit over, you know, one, uh, one, whatever, one twelve here. So we could, uh, wrap things up and just, uh, let everybody enjoy their Thursday night game, which at the current time, I think it's seven nothing Dolphins. Yep. So there goes uh, Chris is on the Dolphins. I was on the Jaguars. So looking good for you right out of the gate, but it's still early yet. So far, so good. All right. Well, I hope uh, your son CJ doesn't uh, keep you up all night long there, and huh. uh, wish you the best with all your your bets, and hopefully you can catch up to me. All right, you too, buddy. All right, dude. Enjoy the weekend, everybody else. uh, Peace out, and we'll talk to you later. Adios. Peace.